5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis. Well, we spoke to my next guest way back in May. I think it was just announced that they were in the process of getting organised, certainly, for Antarctica 2023, an unsupported 2023 2023 kilometre journey across the whole continent from Berkner Island to the Ross Ice Shelf via the South Pole, <laughs> which is amazing, and a feat of endurance. Uh, endurance. Dr. Gareth Andrews uh, is one of the two men who is heading off on this expedition and joins me now. Gareth, good evening to you. Thanks for your time. Good evening. It's great to be here. Now, where are you at the moment? Are you still home in Melbourne or Sydney, wherever you are? Uh, I'm in Sydney at the moment. And when do you head off? It's not far now, isn't it? It must be soon. We leave in three weeks. Right. We leave Sydney in three weeks to uh, fly into Punta Arenas in Chile for our final preparations. And from there, on the 5th of November, we fly into Antarctica. Wow. You excited? Uh, beyond excited, but uh, a little bit nervous as well. I bet you are. So, okay, what have the preparations been like? Uh, you prepared for everything, obviously. So we're... Um, we're, we're as fit as we're going to get. Our training has been excellent. Um, we're just, uh, these last couple of weeks, we're trying to put on a few extra pounds. So we've got a bit of weight to lose. So we're, we're eating lots. And um, and all the final preparations with all our gear has, uh, has gone very well as well. So we shipped all that to, to South America this week as well. So it's, we're, in, uh, we're, we're in great shape at the moment. All right. What do you know about the terrain? Has, is it, you know, people have been to Antarctica now for, for 110 years, roughly, give or take. A bit, bit more than that, I suppose, all up. But uh, it, um, has anyone walked over the parts you're exploring? So there will be there will be parts of the journey that will will be breaking new ground, um, uh, but um, you know, and we get the majority of our information from um, from teams that have gone before us, from uh, from other expedition teams, and uh, especially how to navigate certain um, dangerous sections of crevasse fields on the glaciers and and those sorts of things. Um, but even reading the old journals from uh, from Mawson and Scott and Shackleton um, gives you a, gives you a wealth of information about uh, about Antarctica and how the um, and how the conditions can change and uh, and what we can expect. So we've been doing lots of research. Okay, so are you passing any significant sites where, uh, for instance, Scott's party, where some of them fell and and died essentially on on the uh, the ice fields there? Are you passing any of those locations? We won't be. We'll 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 be finishing our expedition on the Ross Ice Shelf, um, but we'll be almost um, you know we'll be hundreds of kilometres away from Scott's route. Right. Uh, obviously, we will. We'll be tracing his footsteps as we uh, as we reach the South Pole, but our, our route will take us away from uh, away from his route as we leave the South Pole. Okay. So, and, and just looking at the map, this isn't a straight line across. It's almost uh, a ninety degree turn at the South Pole, isn't it? The way you're coming in and heading out. Yes, that's right. It's um, it's so so we're we're attempting to to make the longest ever unsupported crossing of the Antarctic continent. And, uh, and to do that, we've chosen to take uh, a route that takes us down the Reedy Glacier in the Transantarctic Mountains down to the Ross Ice Shelf. And, um, and that's, uh, that's 
um, illustrated by the route that, that you're looking at on your map. Yeah, okay. Now, the the journey itself, I mean, the fact you say you're putting on weight, you're going to be pulling sleds that are 160 kilos. That's the equivalent of two, I suppose, average-sized people, which is pretty amazing in itself. You're going to have to eat 7,000 calories a day, I see, and that is... Well, roughly what five times the average we're we're told to eat every day. It's how do you, how do you pack that much food? I guess it's all protein bars and the like. Yes, it's um. So our main meals, our breakfast and dinner, are dehydrated food, and then during the day uh, we'll be eating protein bars and cheese and salami and lots of really high calorie snacks. But but we'll also be bumping up our calories by uh, by drinking neat olive oil and eating avocado powder and. Um, and so trying to get 7,000 calories in is, um, is a challenge in itself. Um, but even more so is, the, is um, getting that, uh, that 7,000 calories into, uh, into a kilo of food per person per day. Goodness. So we're not taking too much weight. Yeah, right. Have you practiced putting up tents in blizzards? Because that may, that may very well be a, a factor. Uh, yes, we've been. Uh, we spent a month in um, up in Svalbard in the Arctic in uh, in March, and uh, and that was. We had some very challenging conditions: two hundred kilometer an hour wind. So it was wow. perfect, uh, yeah. perfect practice for Antarctica. Well, that's that's insane <laughs> to my way of thinking, but good for you. Now, Scouts of Australia are involved in this as well. What's the connection there? We um, we've joined with the with Scouts Australia, so they're our community partners, and we're extremely proud to be working with um, such a great organisation. You know, uh, through through Scouts Australia, we've got the opportunity to inspire a, genera- a generation of young people mm. to get excited about Antarctica and um, and and you know to conserve it into the future. If you can, you know, light a spark in. Uh, a young person's mind, then they can go on to do great things. So just having the opportunity to work with Scouts is, is, a, is a really big thing for us. Yeah, OK. That, that's pretty good, and I agree with you entirely. I think just the uh, the inspiration, and, and I'm inspired by what you're doing. It's just it's fantastic, and I wish you all the very best, you and, uh, and Richard, uh, your walking partner, your explorer in uh, arms there as you cross Antarctica. This, this will be a rewriting of history, Wayne, because no one's ever done this, clearly. Uh, well, yes, it'll be. Um, it'll certainly be a historic thing when we uh, when we reach the Ross Ice Shelf. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's a great journey, and and we've along the way every day we're collecting scientific samples that will contribute to our knowledge of of the Antarctic climate and uh, and climate change, and all that data will go to the Australian Antarctic Division. So we're very proud of um, being able to make a contribution to, to climate science and to um, and to combating climate change into the future. All right. So you're going to the actual South Pole. What about the magnetic South Pole? Because Douglas Mawson was in his uh, first expedition, one of three men, or he was part of the, the three, that, that reached the, the magnetic South Pole for the very first time. Are you crossing that on your path? We won't be. Um, it, it won't be on our route. Um, but it's certainly... Um, Look, I think through this entire process um, of planning for this journey, Mawson and, and and everyone on on his expeditions have been a huge inspiration for us. Um, you know, his work in it and his especially his scientific work in Antarctica it was, it's just you know was the was the formed the 
you know, the basis of our knowledge of, uh, of Antarctic um, scientific systems today. So it's, it's, uh, it's a real honour to be following in their footsteps. Mm, absolutely it is. So this is about 10 weeks, isn't it? That's how long it's going to take. Yes, so we'll be on the ice for, for 75 days. So that's um, it's skiing 27 kilometres a day every day for, for 75 days. So it's, um, it's a big undertaking, but I think we're up to it. Wow, 27, and you're walking that per day. It's hard enough to do that on dry land here in, in Adelaide, let alone on ice. On, on ski- well, I suppose with skis, if it's going well, you're moving faster, aren't you? Yes, so it'll... So we, we have to average 27 kilometres a day. At the start of the expedition, when our sleds are very heavy and, uh, and we're going up um, from sea level, up, the, up glaciers to 3,000 metres, our going will be quite, um, will probably be slower. Um, but then towards the end of the expedition, when our sleds are lighter and, um, and we're coming down off the, off the polar plateau, mm. we'll hopefully be covering some big distances, hopefully around 30 to 40 kilometres a day. So, wow. um, and in those circumstances, skis are by far the most efficient uh, means of polar travel. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, well, uh, Roald Amundsen showed it was dogs as well as opposed to uh, Scott's ponies, but <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah. Um, the, uh, now, I had another question for you about all of that, but coming down the plateau, I mean, it's, uh, it, it is all high, isn't it? You climb up and, and then you're on a, essentially a flat. There's mountains here and there, but it is a raised area, Antarctica. Yes, it's the highest. Uh, Antarctica gets the, um, you know, it takes a lot of boxes for the, um, the highest, the driest, the windiest continent. Um, so it is the highest because on average, um, the, the centre of Antarctica is, uh, is, is very high up, yes. Yeah. So we'll, we'll be starting our expedition on the coast um, at sea level and then uh, our highest point of elevation will be approximately 3,000 metres. Mm. And, and obviously, now, does that present any problems in terms of oxygen levels or anything like that down there? Look, 3,000 metres is enough to start feeling the initial effects of of altitude, yeah. um, and some people will start feeling altitude sickness. Um, anyone that's done any sort of trekking at altitude w- will know that. And but I think Rich and I have both spent a lot of time at altitude, and um, and I think that um, we may feel it in terms of um, how we'll be working harder with our sleds at that altitude. But I think we'll acclimatise very quickly, and we'll, we'll get used to it. So. Neither of us are seeing it seeing it as a as a big issue for us. Yeah. Okay. Well, Gareth, look, all the best with it. Now, this is the other question I had for you. I, I do recall back in May when we spoke, you were also looking for for donations. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but I, I have that recollection. And there was a, a website people can go to. Yes, we're still fundraising for the expedition, um, and thank you for bringing that up. So, and we we would love for people to to follow along and, and support us. Um, and you can donate through the website. It's thelastgreatfirst.com.au and there'll be a map on there and then you'll be able to send us messages. So, you know, this is an expedition for Australia and we're extremely proud of that and we'd love for everyone to get behind us. Mm, indeed, indeed. Well, look, stay safe. That's the, the most important thing, number one, and I'm sure that's top of mind for you guys as well. But I wish you all the very best and uh, I look forward to chatting with you next year when you return. Absolutely. Thank you very much. All the best, Gareth. Dr. Gareth Andrews and uh, Dr. Richard Stevenson. 
Skiing 2,023 kilometres an hour, pulling 160 kilogram sleds across Antarctica. Never been done before. One end across to the South Pole and out the other end. Uh, so it is remarkable. And uh, they will be leaving on the 5th of November. And hopefully 75 days later, early January sometime, or maybe it's mid-January, will be uh, arriving at their destination around the 18th of January arriving uh, at uh, their final point where they will be picked up and brought back home, which is pretty cool. And it will be cool. <laughs> it's Antarctica, even in summer. It's not the warmest of places, but all the very best of them. How good is that? That's a fair bit of grit, isn't it? Boy's own stuff. And uh, it's good the scouts are involved in that because, as Gareth said, it does inspire young people. It certainly does. It did back in the day, you know, Boys Own, what was it, that mag called? It was a Boys Own, I think it was, where boys particularly would read that and all the adventures of uh, explorers like Shackleton and Mawson and Scott and Amundsen in due course and all the rest who did these amazing things. And all that's pretty much left to do is to walk across Antarctica from one point to another via the South Pole, of course. Why wouldn't you? Amazing. And you can follow it on their website, the great, uh, let me get that right, the last great first. So if you Google that, you'll find all the details you need about this amazing journey. It's incredible. 5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis.